Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, thanks for listening to Dirt and Sprague On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast. Service Patriots is your home comfort solution for all your heating and air conditioning needs. Check out the latest special offers for our listeners at ServicePatriots.com slash the fan. Well, I didn't think you had it in you. I'm your huckleberry. This is Dirt and Sprague. Why, Johnny Ringo, you look like somebody just walked over your grave. With Andy Dirt Johnson and Brendan Sprague. If I start with you, Holiday. I beg to differ, sir. We started a game we never got to finish. Play for blood, remember? Dirt and Sprague on 1080. I was just fooling about. I wasn't. The fan. Hey, let's do this final hour. Dirt Sprague here on Portland Sports Leader 1080 The Fan, 99.5 HD2, the Odyssey app. Thanks for being with us on a Thursday. I got a half hour preview of Steelers and Patriots coming up a little bit later on. Ugh. Every angle of that game will be dove into. Ugh. Matchups, advantages. Oh. <laughs> Can I escape like Belichick out of a late night hookup in the middle of nowhere, Boston? <laughs> Slowly back out. See you on the ring camera. What the hell happened to Sprague? You started talking about the Patriots. Uh, we got a lot to get to, but joining us now uh, on the line is the host. You better, you bet. Odyssey Sports betting insider Ken Barkley. Insider calls are presented by BetMGM. Go check out all the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. Also, be sure to listen to the You Better, You Bet podcast for more Ken Barkley's analysis. Just search You Bet wherever. You find your podcast. Uh, Ken Barkley, good morning to you. Is there an athlete that if your kids rooted for them, you would be a little frustrated and angry at their rooting interest? Yeah, when I was uh, when I was a kid, I really hated Derek Jeter, like oh, a lot. Amen. And, uh, I, grew up in, I grew up in New England, and I was a Red Sox fan. And mm-hmm. now, when you're a Red Sox fan, it's like a punchline, because they won a lot, and now they've like completely ruined their franchise. But if back <laughs> in the day, like you were kind of like a crusty, working-class New Englander, and your team never won, and they like tried really hard, and they could never win anything. And the Yankees won everything, and he was their best player. And uh, and it was just it was probably raw jealousy, to be perfectly honest, at that point. But like, you know, let's say uh, uh, what is he you know, still on the Marlins or something? If my if my son rooted for the Marlins, I'd probably sure. be like, you don't you don't want to do that, even <laughs> though like it might seem like a good idea. Um, my son <laughs> my son's four, so I probably doesn't want to root for the root for the Marlins. If Jeter like coached a team. Or something. If he was like the manager, if he came back and like managed the Yankees, and then my son was like, "I want to be a Yankees fan," I'd be like, "That's that's great." Uh, when you're 18 and I kick you out of the house, you can be a Yankees fan. That's great. Uh, <laughs> that would be then, awesome. No. But until then, until then, you can literally pick any other team. My my son, like I just his favorite thing right now 
is he's just starting to like understand like sports and kind of how the plays work, like what a touchdown is. And his new thing is he'll be like, uh, dad, who do you want to win? Like whatever the game is on, it's usually a game I have action on, whatever. So, you know, who do you want to win? I'll be like, oh, this team. He'd be like, well, I want the other team. Oh, thanks. Like, appreciate that. <laughs> Thank you. I, I, actually, there's no Christmas if the other team. Yeah, ends, this so is your college really fun, bad. but, you know, who cares, right? right? Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah who, wants, who wants a new bike, right? Not me. That's, that's definitely it. I, that's hope he, right I hope he sees the, the Derek Jeter Jeep commercials and is like, hey, oh. why don't we get a Jeep, Dad? He's driving home to his family. He got home. Like he went past the wolves. <laughs> and who, who couldn't relate to that story, by the way? Yes. How many times, and let's, let's all be honest, how many times have we found ourselves at the airstrip and the private jet doesn't work. Yeah. Exactly. And, yeah, I got to get home into the, the mansion and the kids. I mean, we've all, hey, we've all been there. We've all been know, there. Derek, Very relatable. He's just like he's just like us. That's what we learned. Yeah. Uh, Portland, Oregon native, Atlanta Brave fan. I too also hate Derek <laughs> Jeter. So I'm with you, Ken Barkley, yeah. from New England to Portland. We can all connect on one thing. Most overrated baseball player of all time. I I feel like. We probably do a, a disservice uh, to a certain extent with people out here that listen to this segment, that enjoy your gambling insights. You and Nick are doing a great job. I just saw you guys have been added to a, a Eugene-based radio station. Congratulations as you continue to grow. Um, we do a poor job at this, I think, as a show. What is Ken Barkley's favorite bet of the NFL weekend? <laughs> you don't want to talk you about Derek Jeter anymore? <laughs> you know what we never do? Actual bets. That's, yeah. that's, a, that's a disservice because, you know, it's supposed to be a betting. Well, you, uh, that's really funny. Ken, yeah. I, I, I said that because last weekend I think we were literally like saying goodbye to you and Dirk goes, what's your favorite bet? Bye. What's the play? Yeah, and I, I, I want to yeah. – let's get out in the front of this. I We got our own games that we like. I love the Eagles plus three and a half this weekend. What is Ken Barkley eyeing this week? What's the one standing out to you? Oh, that's a good there's, – there's less standing out than normal, but there are things standing out, so don't worry. We have, we have some stuff going on here. Uh, a few things that stand out. <laughs> uh, I like the Colts against Cincinnati. Um, I, I, did not, I did not have a strong opinion on that game early in the week. Uh, and then Jake Browning looked like Joe Burrow, which made things really confusing. But the more that we've had guests on during the week, the more that we've talked about it, probably going to be on the Colts. Uh, probably going to lay it with San Francisco against Seattle. Mm-hmm. I'm probably going to lay San Francisco in every game the rest of the season. Um, just I by by my numbers uh, as just inter- not like team, just as like a Super Bowl contender. Uh, they rate out the best of any team I've ever measured in like two decades. They're just like they rate the best for like what makes a Super Bowl champion. They're the best right now, and uh, so I'm going to lay in like every game down the stretch of the season. And then I can't if you remember that segment last week. Where I was like, real quick, my favorite bet. Do you remember what it was? I, what the favorite bet I don't think I remember. Can no. can can we uh, can we give you a second? Can we're gonna cut you real quick and then try to <laughs> sure. bring you back? Uh, we're having a weird connection thing. It's totally on our end. We'll we'll bring you okay. right back in just a second. Okay, thank you. you okay, it. there you go. I, uh, they I deal with it on their show from time to time when I'm listening, and I just it's the worst. The clicking sound is just drives me nuts. Well, and I'm missing keywords when he's talking, and he's yeah. like, "You that 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 weekend," and I'm like, "What what?" Uh, after that answer, though, I will say, as somebody who bought a lot of 49er future tickets when they lost three games in a row, I'm feeling really good right about now. You want a breaking news thing before we get Ken back? Yeah, what do you got? Colorado landed the five-star number one offensive tackle for the 24 class. Jordan Seaton? Did he yeah. go to Colorado? He's committed. That's a massive gift for Dion, man. Prime. Prime time. He said yesterday he, he thought that uh, he, he wanted to be a little more under the radar. He didn't. He didn't like the attention that his program I got. I saw that quote, and I remembered game day with the Rock, and I thought you didn't show that uh, <laughs> same opinion. Yeah. All right, Ken, we got you back. Are you still there? All right. 
is it is it was it really all on your end or is that just something you say when it's on my end I mean, but you want to like take all the credit for it it's odyssey portland so yeah, yes you know it's it's, our... we're gonna go ahead and go out on a limb and say that one's on us ken uh but you okay. were you were i know you had asked if we remembered your bet at the end of the show and i don't remember your bet it was uh it lost that's why i bring it up and oh. i'm gonna be on the same team again this week i like the broncos plus more than a field goal so i'm sitting there on sunday i have broncos plus three and a half it closes three. I get closing line value. Three's a win for me. Uh, and Denver proceeds to lose when Russell Wilson throws a pick into the end zone like as time expires and loses to the Texans. That was, uh, that was a rough one. I'm, I'm back on Denver this week at need three to make the bet, but there are threes in the market right now. So I, to, I can't really quit the Broncos. I kind of I think they're, like, really good. Not that Wilson's awesome. Just I think the team's, like, really good, and I, I don't believe in the Chargers at all. Hmm. Fair point. I also don't believe in the Chargers at all, and I would make a point. I, I get stuck, Ken, from time to time when I lose, and this is a real loser thing to tell you. <laughs> but sometimes <laughs> I He's set up so remarkable. But yeah, we're we're a bunch of losers. Things, way, we're a bunch of losers. Of loser, yeah. We don't get to make the bet, by the way. <laughs> speaking of loser things. Yeah. Oregon lost to Washington. We don't get to do the like I know. Exactly. Well, you know, Michigan's gonna you lose guys, to Bama, about, so Well how about do you you want to do it for Michigan Bama? You guys want Bama in the game? Please, please give me Bama. You gonna give you me Bama? It. We're on. Yes! Yeah, we're on. I'll Look at that. Yeah, Roll okay. Tide! <laughs> now you got to root for Alabama, the team you didn't want in the playoffs. Well, they didn't deserve it <laughs> over Florida State, but I'm in. Right. Well, if we'd done Florida State, like, if Michigan won, I would have had to send you, like, one-tenth of a gift basket, yes. basket, and yes. you would have had to send me a full one if, uh, well, if Florida State pulled the upset. I, I Now that you mentioned the Bronco thing, I do remember you saying it, and what I did was I took the over of that game, and if you watched that game, which it sounds like you did... It had like four possessions that ended in field goals and somehow went to the fourth quarter with 39 points and didn't score the rest of the game. Having the feeling that you made the right pick in a bet, even though you lose, it doesn't happen very often to me. It's all about the process. It was a good process. But like, it does happen. And I get really angry by that because I'm like, well, I lost, but I'm telling you, I made the right bet here. This shouldn't have lost. (laughs) I, I'm, I like that confidence, you know? I think that's great. Uh, shoot or unfortunately, shoot. I can't, can't go to the bookie and be like, did you see the game? There were so many field goals. And they're like, you know what? You know what? You're right. You don't owe me this week. You know what? You're, you make a good point. I did watch the red zone possessions, and those were really I – mean, yeah, I mean, I uh, – so the – what, the Titans and the who – the, who's the Titans? Play? Uh, the Colts. The Titans Colts, the Colts yeah, yeah. And I, I, we had the over in the game, which won, but that's not the point. The first meeting between the teams was like a month ago, two months ago, and we bet the over in that game too. And it was, we have this joke, we have this running gag on our show that like, if what you're describing, like you're, you're in great, it looks like you're going to hit. And then this like cosmic series of events happens and you, and you know, when you're bad and like Nick always jokes, like he, like he turns into the Joker. That's like always what he says. Like basically like it drives him so mad <laughs> that the, the, the result didn't go his way. Like the first meeting between the Titans and Colts, each team averaged seven yards per play. And the game went under a total of like 41. <laughs> it was like the most inexplicable thing you could possibly. And so they, they played last week. And we're like, not, no, like, over is good. Like, we made a good bet the first time. The way these teams fit together, the over is way good at the number. And that, that was the game last week where they were like, the punter got blown up for Tennessee God, a few times. Leg crazy players. But, yeah, not, not great. Like, a, a punt that was so bad, the special teams coach got fired. Like, that's how bad <laughs> the punt was. Doesn't really happen very often. No. Yeah, how bad could the punt have been? Well, let me show you the video. It was pretty terrible. Twice. Uh, yeah, he's yeah, out but of I'm job. with you. I'm like, I'm like, you make a good bet. The, the run out, that's what I call it, like whenever like the game's actually played, the simulation, like the run out was no good. Like you made a great bet, but like didn't, didn't end up working. Yeah. Uh, and I hope, Mich- I hope I don't, I hope I get a good run out with Michigan against Alabama. I'm like cautiously optimistic that they're going to win the game. Okay. We got our gift basket bet back on. Let me ask you about a team, Ken. I don't know how to feel about teams that are 
they show me like different versions of themselves throughout the year, and I don't know who to believe. Like, who are you? Who are the Green Bay Packers? They've won three in a row. Jordan Love's playing good. Back-to-back, what I would consider really quality wins, like going to Detroit on Thanksgiving and then beating the Chiefs on Monday night. Um, and now they're going to the Giants. They're, they're I think, favored by six. It's somewhere just south of a touchdown. I, it's six and a half on DraftKings the, out here. Are yeah. the Packers good? Is that a bet I should look? I don't know. Are, are they the team? Like, who are the Green Bay Packers? I'm confused by them. They're definitely one of the more confusing teams, right? Because let's be honest, most of the season, if it's like, oh, well, who are teams? Be like, I think they're usually like they're a certain they're a certain level and we trick ourselves into thinking that they're something different. But the reason the Packers could be different is because they're a really young team and the NBA. This happens sometimes. Um, other sports, like it just depends on the sport and the team. But you have a team where like it's a bunch of young players, and then by the end of the year, college basketball is actually a great example. A team with like freshmen, you watch them like in November, they look like the worst team. I mean, they're just throwing them, turning the ball over all the time. They all need to put on like 15 pounds of muscle. And then you see them in the conference tournaments, like, whoa, like what happened to this team? That's kind of the Packers, like really young quarterback, extremely young skill position players, a couple of young players on defense that have gotten way better. Like it's just – yeah, it's all kind of making sense now. Like, mm. everybody kind of feels like it's slowed down for everybody. I do think they're different than they were at the start of the year. It also proves what a long season the NFL is, that the Packers have gone from, like, pretty good to awful to really good in 13 <laughs> weeks or something. And, and who knows what the next few weeks are going to be. I hate this number, though, okay. against the Giants. This is like, I always think when we change our expectations for a team, whatever the week is, that we change our expectations for a team and we upgrade them, that is always the week I want to play against that team, right? So, uh, like, Niners blow out the Cowboys. All of a sudden, they're the best team in the league. They get bet out to, like, 10 on the road against Cleveland with a backup quarterback. Lose the game entirely. Like, we uh, we upgraded the Niners. Like, they, you could see it in the market. They were rated way better than they have been rated the entire year. No bueno. Didn't work out so good. Um, we see that with teams all the time. I think that's happening to the Packers in this game. Dog went out right against Detroit. Dog went out right against the Chiefs. Now, like, expected to blow out a team. That's way different than just, like, have to be competitive, even if the opponent's different. In an NFL game, so much different when the expectation is have to absolutely obliterate a team at their place, by the way. Yeah. In order to cover a number, I don't believe in that at all. Are we calling this a Danny DeVito trap then? Mm. Oh, well, it's like, yeah, like sponsored by Jersey Mike's. Yeah, some above. Some above at the Giants. Yeah, It's a bet above? Is that what this is yes. Yeah. All right. I think I just gave you guys content for the end of the week. I think that's going to be great. It's yeah. Great. Uh, I, I, like, I don't know if the Giants are going to win, but I, I do like that number a lot. Okay. Ken, uh, I hate to do it to you. I know Nick does it to guests on your guys' show. Like 30 seconds, kind of a two-parter. Do you have a side you're leaning on Eagles-Cowboys? It stayed at three and a half all week. Maybe that means a Cowboys lean. I, I like the Eagles getting over a field goal. And Bills are going to be desperate in KC. Where are you at on KC futures? Are you out on the Chiefs futures? You think there's no value there? Uh, 30 seconds. Okay. Uh, I like Dallas a little in the Eagles game just because the spot's atrocious for Philadelphia. End of their brutal schedule stretch. Cowboys go home game Thursday, home game Thursday, extra rest third straight home game. I don't even think they're as good as the Eagles, but I think think they might win by a lot in that game. Uh, And I like the over. Uh, If I had to bet Bill's Chiefs, I'd probably bet Buffalo. But I think the number's fine. The futures to buy this week, if you believe in either team, are the Bills. They're 20 to 1 to win the AFC. Uh, if they make the playoffs, they'll be favored over every team except for Baltimore on the road, probably. Maybe KC on the road. Mm. 20 to 1. Great wow. stuff right there. Great stuff. On that note, you kind of like them in Kansas City this weekend. Can we, can we you like just them? said that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, was, I, I, I thought we were talking futures, like but. Them. 
Yeah. Normally, I don't like teasing a game with like a 50 total, okay. but I, I think like they at least give you like an all-in kind of performance. So like yeah. tease them in Tampa, tease them in like, I don't know, like uh, the Broncos is amazing. Actually, tease them in the Broncos to like eight and a half, nine, where okay. the Chargers are never going to blow them out. Look yeah. at this. We're cooking now, man. Uh, well, Ken, I, we're, you're out next week, and then we're it's like Christmas, so we're out, and then it's like the week after oh, Christmas. Are we not on next week? No, I just, oh. this is, this yeah, is got, it. Yeah, we got, a little, we got a little medical thing going on. We're out. Everything's okay. Okay, everything's uh, okay. Happens to be happens to be on Thursday. Yeah, we're doing great. Wait, am I going to talk to you guys before the semifinals? Then no, well, I Ken, think we won't talk to you until after the semifinals. This is it, Ken. We're not going to. Hey, five seconds. Five we'll seconds see you next year. Sure, go ahead. Uh, I think Michigan's still going to win the title. I like them a little. I love Washington in the other game. Yeah. Hell yeah, brother. Okay. Me too. I love them too. We can't get him on like a Tuesday. No, no I just, we, Ken's busy. He's got things going on, man. I, know. He's, I tell you what. Have your have your producer text me. He has my number. Oh. Let's like maybe like Christmas, whatever that day is, not next week, but the week after, maybe like Monday or something Ooh. before you guys go away. We'll do okay. something about that. I'm Are just people... going to text you a random gift basket after Bama wins. You're not going to know who that number is, <laughs> yeah, but it's going to be yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be me. Michigan, Michigan 24-17 is really going to hurt you guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's the host. You better, you bet. Odyssey Sports Betting Insider, Ken Barkley. Insider Calls are presented by BetMGM. Go check out all the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. Thanks as always, Ken. Hopefully we'll catch up uh, soon. Hope everything go, uh, goes great next week. Love and you, Ken. Have a great Christmas. Okay. Sounds good. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. There you go. Ken Barkley. He didn't say it back. He didn't. He doesn't love us back. It's okay. It's a one-way relationship. We love him. When you did know. you find out we weren't getting him next week? I didn't know Swag that. Swag said that. He said we're not having him next week in my ear. <clears throat> Talked to me in my ear during the interview. Boy, he's, um, we had the bet going, but like, he's very confident about a team facing Alabama. I don't know if I would ever be confident about a team facing Alabama. I want nothing to do with Alabama. Man. Stay away from Alabama. Well, I'm not. I'm staying with Alabama. Uh, how about that shocking recruiting news, though, in the last segment? Deion Sanders, man, that's a big one. Is Every- it shocking? I think it's massively shocking. Really? I was watching some shows yesterday because he Oregon was one of his finalists. And I was curious. He's mm-hmm. announcing tomorrow. Where's he going to go? Everybody, it, we just had we just literally asked Brandon Huffman a half hour ago. Where's he going? He says he's going to be wearing orange. Everybody thought that kid was going to Tennessee. Everybody said he's going to Knoxville. So what happened? <laughs> I mean, that would, I think that's recruiting now. <laughs> he's he's going to show up in an Aflac ad with Nick Saban. Aflac came up with the gap right I mean, there. That came out of the office and handed him some money. <laughs> and they needed some offensive line help. And he's, wow. I believe, the number two tackle in the country. Number one. Uh, number one tackle in the country. He's the, He was the number one uncommitted Five, like he was the only five star player yes. left. Every other five star had committed. Yes. So Jordan Seaton uh, committed to Colorado. There. Uh, you guys wearing your cups today? You got your cups on? Oh. You got your cups on? Oh, I got a massive. You cup. ready? I'm gonna whack you in the balls in the next segment. You ready? Cup check. No. Cup check time. Cup check. All right. For me. Coming in there. I'm gonna whack your balls, man. Cup check next on the fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 
You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, had some big recruiting news there. Jordan Seaton committing to Colorado. Uh, I want to get to one other football note coming up. An underappreciated person that we need to, that we need to talk about. We haven't done so yet this week. Also, an honor has been bestowed upon a person, and is it the right choice? I want to get to that coming up at the bottom of the hour. Uh, but today it is time for your daily cup check. The NBA continues their in-season tournament today at two o'clock. You get Pacers versus Bucks, massive little, little matinee. Indiana versus Milwaukee, and then your nightcap is at six o'clock. Which thank you, thank you, Jesus. I like the earlier tip time. Seven thirty is too late for me. So you got a two o'clock game and a six o'clock game. Both of them are in Las Vegas, and this is the final four of the Cup Check. The winners of these games will face on Saturday night in the championship for the in-season tournament and a uh, little little pile of cash. How excited are we? And do we think somebody had asked earlier on the YouTube? Uh, page, will the 2 o'clock game take steam out of the in-season tournament momentum? Uh, I mean, maybe for people on the West Coast that are actually at a job or they're working on site somewhere um, that are kind of interested in watching it, you're going to have to DVR it. In that way, sure, but for all the people that work remote, uh, very flexible work schedules. You could pop this on and just have it in the background with no noise and kind of keep an eye on it. I'm a big fan. As somebody who's off work at 9 o'clock in the morning, give me all the 2 o'clock tip times. Yeah, I'm with <laughs> you. You said something early in a break, and I, I actually couldn't agree more. I wish the NBA would start taking a baseball stance and have some day games more often. Just once um, a week, man. Play a 1 o'clock game on Wednesday. Well, because it's 2 o'clock here. That's, you know, hey, are we going to watch? The East Coast will. It's 5 o'clock. Yeah. Like, they're ready for prime time. They've got a game. The over-under is 257, so you might get a lot of points in this one. The, the Bucks have scored 140. The Pacers have scored like 120-plus. Uh, you get an MVP candidate in Giannis against Halliburton. Um, yeah, I'm I'm excited for this one. I tend to think it's going to be kind of a closer game than the Knicks-Bucks game ended up being, but well, yeah. we'll have to wait and see on that. I, I am curious because we've kind of talked about it all week with the the cup check momentum that is that is built going into this Final Four. One of the aspects of it that has been great is not only have you had the players that have bought in, and LeBron has, I think LeBron had a quote the other night after their game, or maybe it was yesterday at shoot-around in Vegas, where he said, you know, Adam Silver is a genius, and this this worked out, and we've all bought in as, as players. Well, he's and, buttering the biscuit for the Vegas franchise. Yes, he wants an NBA franchise yeah. in Vegas. But that unquestionably was the first big hurdle that you needed. You needed guys to—I needed to turn this game on as a fan— and not have it feel like it was game 33 of the regular season, if that makes sense. Like, there has to be, there has to seem a little bit more energy, a little bit more intensity, and the players have accomplished that. One of the other things that has made it special and great is the fact that the home atmospheres have been really good. The Indiana atmosphere the other night was awesome. The L.A. atmosphere was good. The Milwaukee, I mean, that game ended up being a blowout, but early on in that game, the fans were into it. I'm really curious to see what this looks like in Vegas at a neutral site. If you get a lot of curious sports fans that are there, like, dude, I get to go see LeBron and Giannis play in the same stadium on the same day. I don't know how they're selling tickets and all that. But if you're just a general sports fan in Vegas, you're going to be into it. How many fans from the perspective teams travel? Mm -hmm. I don't know. This is all new and unique, and I'm really curious to see just what the spectacle looks like in Vegas because you don't get neutral side NBA games very often. Uh, so I looked it up right now. Y you want to talk about affordability and access? If you were in Las Vegas, Nevada, and you have nothing going on at 2 o'clock, you're just nothing. in Vegas for a getaway, yeah. you can get in the building in the 200 level for $18. That's a good deal. 
Uh, that's an incredibly big deal. You want to get closer to that, you're going to spend like 100 bucks. Now, just in the are they level. doing separate tickets, or is it? can you get one ticket for both games? How does that work? Do you know? I think this is separate. They don't do the... You, so you they kick like you in, out after the first game, and then they bring yeah, in the new fans It's not like an NCAA game? tournament okay. thing. Like You got tickets yeah, for one thing Yeah, the second game starts both. at 6. They're switching networks, so... Okay. I think the thing about the Dame summed this up really well, I thought, yesterday. He was asked about it. And by the way, 26% increase, 1.5 million views for their last round of games. Oh, okay. On so, TNT or ESPN or wherever they yeah, were. Yeah, in the same window, a year over year, it's an increase. Oh, and, it's massive. For a regular season game, 1.5 is massive. Well, for the NBA, that is. That's yeah. really massive. For non-football sports, those are big numbers. <laughs> yes. Dame was asked about this, and he he basically said, I don't think this is like a playoff game. But he goes, it does feel a little more intense than a regular season game. And that I think that's what Silver and the NBA wanted. They want a sweet spot right. between these. They, you, It's hard to match the playoff stuff because the feeling of like season being over versus being eliminated in an in-season tournament. But yeah, I mean, it's hit a sweet spot in a lot of ways, both with the TV viewership and I think with the players. Yeah. You're going to get LeBron there. You've obviously got the Pelicans with Zion and... They're not quite having the season they want, but they're a dangerous team. And then you got on the other side, one of the stories of the league is Halliburton and the Pacers against one of the favorites to win the championship and Damon Giannis. So I think you got a good combo. You got smaller markets, markets not really thought of very much. And oh, by the way, the Lakers and Damon Giannis. Do we get Dame and CJ in the cup final? Dame v. CJ? I would love to watch Dame cook CJ. Would you? Yeah. Are we going to be feeling good if Dame hoists hoist a trophy halfway through his first season in Milwaukee? <laughs> would you feel good if it was if that was same situation was in Portland and we did it? I mean, yeah. How would you feel if Portland won this? I don't know. Because I got That's a hot a take good for you. question. I don't know. I'm, <clears throat> I think I've pivoted a little bit. I... Um, I don't think this thing's going to be a contender in a year by any stretch. But I, what I'm wondering is, you know how we we calibrate teams going in with expectation? Like, we think this team's going to do that, and this team's a title contender. Does having the in-season tournament, if you believe it's wedged between better than regular season, not quite playoff intense, do you think we could use this as a new measuring stick for a franchise? Like, Portland next year. I think they're showing real pieces, and I think you can make a real argument that with draft uh, assets and talent that they currently have, you could trade and maybe maneuver a place where you say, is the expectation to make the semis for the cup? To win group stage? To win the wild card out of the group stage? Hmm. I wonder if it's a new version of expectation. Where you say, oh, we're tanking, we're not going to be bad in the regular season. Hmm. But instead of saying contender, can you say, can we be the Pacers next year? Is that maybe a new way of viewing it, too, with the, uh, the old be. cup check? It could be. Because I think Portland, with their talent, if they keep developing and playing the way they are, a couple moves and you might find yourself being in the wild card out of the group stage of this thing. I think I would feel differently if my organization had won an actual championship somewhat recently. And then, I don't know, I, it would it would feel hollow winning this. Like, if Dame had stayed, let's say Dame stayed in Portland, they made a move with the three-pick, and you're a contending team this year, and you win this, I don't know how much I would enjoy I what if you no? It's, but you're not Dame and the the Bucks. You're the Pacers in this situation. Sure, I'm, you made I'm, it. I know. I'm using, you asked about Portland though. If Portland had won this thing, how would I feel? Yeah, if Portland I, won this next year. I don't know. 
I don't know. Really? I don't know. Because it's not a championship. Nobody's going to credit this as a championship. I'm not saying it's not entertaining and it hasn't been a good success for the NBA. That's all true. But in terms of like my fandom, I I don't know. I, I, I'm not quite there yet. See, so like, it's not even like just cool? Like, I it, mean, what <laughs> what is it? It's the cup. What do I get? What does that mean as a fan? I don't brag about cups. It means you won the IST. <laughs> it's like I don't get anything for it. That's the hard part I'm having with this. It's an entertaining brand of basketball. That I will agree with. But winning it means nothing. All right, I equate it to this. It would be like the Ducks going down and winning the Maui Invitational. Ah, that's a great way of putting it, Swigart. Look at you, Mr. Okay. College Basketball. How does that make you feel? Portland's going to win the Maui Invitational next year in Vegas. Good. It's always a good field at the Maui it's Invitational. I'm not saying it's not a good field. Like, hey, we won. Cool. It's not the Final Four. <laughs> not, okay. It's not cutting down the nets. It feels good. I'm not saying it doesn't feel good. Oh, you're heartless. Yeah, you really are. <laughs> saying, you really are. Really, we, Is gonna, Dirt heartless? Yes I mean, or no, this, at Dirt and Sprague? The, the winning the in-season tournament and, and bragging about that in Portland is the most Portland thing of all time. I just would like to point that out. That is the most Portland. That would be the Throw most a parade Portland. on Broadway. <laughs> what do the, I care? That would be the most Portland <laughs> thing of all time. The only time parades should be accepted <laughs> in society is when championship teams are coming down your road. Otherwise, scrap them. All right. Would you celebrate a? Would you? Would you brag like about it? A, a cup championship? Hey, let's chase that bus. Five zero three eight six four six three two six. Vancouver Ford text line. Throw tootsie rolls behind <laughs> your ass. Yeah. I'll go be a pooper scooper in the parade, man. When they win the in season cup. Really? I'll go pick up the poop. I'll be that guy. All things to volunteer to do. That's not what I want to do. Um, all right, I want to get to well, Worst spot to be in a parade. <laughs> we'll believe you just put food winning the IST. Well, I mean, what is it? I just, to do that one it means year. you won the it's cup. Awful. What do you mean? I mean, I know that it means you won the cup. That doesn't mean it means anything. Champion though. of the cup. It it does. We're drinking out of the cup now. We have not won an NBA championship since Jason Swigard was 15 years old. It's been a long time, man. Five. Wow. It's been a long. Five. Plus we 10. have not sniffed an NBA championship well, since I was like 11. I'm mean? having a kid in two months. Yeah, but you're it's t- been a long time. And you want me to get excited about winning an in-season tournament? Didn't you just? You kind of just laid out why you should be excited. You can't win the big one. <laughs> this is the next big one. Something to Thank celebrate. You. Thank you. <laughs> no. Look at and he was out on this on Monday. You poo-pooed this with you, and now he's calling you heartless. <laughs> I am heartless. Win something that matters. Damn it. Do something that matters. I think that's what we're debating. It matters. It's a tournament. <laughs> the that, IST. It does not matter. But it's okay. It's entertaining basketball. And I'm going to watch today. So you've won me over there. I'll watch today. Are the courts, I have to work. Otherwise, I'd be Are the watching. courts stupid in Vegas? Do we know that last thought? I haven't seen the They're the blue Vegas and court. red. They're the NBA colors, a big NBA logo. And like the, the Milwaukee game trophy. was watchable. Their court's fine. It's just yeah, the center stripe. Be, this might be a little much. I think it's dark blue on the outside with a red stripe down the middle. You okay. know what? I've, I My last thought, I know we're way over. Yeah, we got to go. You want to add to this and keep making it better? You you need to name the trophy something, and I don't think you go traditional Kareem Abdul-Jabbar Cup. No. I think you got to think of the player <laughs> in your past. Who's the player that doesn't win the title, <laughs> but you know gives a damn about this and, and like, overperforms his team into it? Like, maybe this is the Tracy How McGrady invitation. the Mitch Kupchak Memorial Trophy? I mean, it should, if you're doing that, it's the Damian Lillard Trophy. Guy who's done a ton in his career, but he's never, he didn't have help. He couldn't win Dude, a championship. Chuck, he, won, he won the bubble MVP. He, he could did. win an IST here. What a resume. <laughs> That's a good resume. The Chuck Cup. I like yeah. that. <laughs> He's making stuff the up. The Stephon Marbury Invitational. Like, let's use yeah. the players that weren't quite winning. And we'll put it into the, the IST. Stockton and Malone trophy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right, good, we, but not quite good enough. You know, <laughs> would you idiots shut up? We gotta go to break here, Swigard. It's 35. What are we doing here? Come you on. Tell me. 
Hey, uh, uh, is this honor the right honor? And let's show appreciation to somebody. That's next. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Hey, right now, if you text Sebastian to 503-864-6326, you'll have a chance to go... C, Sebastian Maniscalco, the Moda Center, October 26, 2024. Your chance to win tickets if you text in Sebastian, S-E-B-A-S-T-I-A-N. Again, that show, October 26, 2024. More details, 1080thefan.com. I'm going to punt on my segment here to the next segment because we're already against it. Uh, I wanted to read a couple of quick thoughts at the Vancouver Ford text line. I thought this was a good one because Swag had used the analogy of the Maui Invitational of winning it. How do you feel if you win the Maui Invitational? And this is where I think the NBA still needs to figure this out. Somebody, uh, one of our P1s said, the difference in Swag's analogy is that winning the Maui Invitational builds your resume for the postseason to play in the actual tournament, while winning the in-season tournament has no bearing on the actual playoffs. So I do think that's a valid argument of, like, if you win the Maui Invitational, it's a nice moment for you early in the season. That's something that helps your resume when it comes to, are you a one seed, are you a two seed, Mm. right? You look back, hey, you beat Kentucky in the Maui Invitational Final, therefore you're going to be this seed in the NCAA Tournament. I, I still think that's where the NBA is missing this of just instead of just a cash prize to the players, is there uh, something else that you can tie in? I would push back on all of this, and my only counter is uh, not a single, not a single fan. If their team, if they care about college hoops, if their team wins the Maui Invitational, is high fiving each other because their resume was padded. They're high fiving because they won a tournament. Uh, the second part to that, I would also add is. Washington did what the last month of the college football season? Won every game. Yeah, but kind of uncomfortably, right? Yeah. Seemed to help them a lot in that Oregon game. They were pretty battle-tested. They gave up their lead after a massive lead. <laughs> You're going battle-tested now. Well, I mean, we can poo-poo that, but the Pacers are in a tight game in an Eastern yeah. Conference race against the Atlanta Hawks. Guess who's ready and has yeah. played in a big-moment atmosphere? I think for teams like the Pelicans, for the Kings, for... Not so much for the Lakers, and I don't know about the Bucks, but I think for a lot of teams, I think this is big for the Bucks. It's execution. Uh, it was big for OKC. You know, getting in, they were in the quarterfinals. So <laughs> what are we doing? So yeah. Well, you're poo pooing literally everything. And I'm, I'm not. Just, I said I'm I excited say, to watch. I'm excited. I'm going to watch basketball at two o'clock on a Thursday. What do you want from me? Don't try and tell me that this matters. It matters. It doesn't matter. It matters. It's a higher brand of basketball than the regular season. Okay, Okay. that makes it matter. So enjoy it. Yeah. I'm not saying I'm not enjoying it. It seems like you don't. Mm. But there's no parade. You're not buying an in-season tournament t-shirt. If you win, let's say, let's use your pacer. I would. I've actually actually (laughs) looked on Nike to buy in-season tournament hats. Let's use your pacer analogy. Okay, pacer analogy. Pacers win today. The cup check. They win on Saturday. The pacers are your inaugural cup 
champion. The Chuck Cup. IST is it. Yeah. IST. <laughs> they lose in the first round of the Eastern Conference playoffs. Yeah. Are you saying, well, hey, no big deal. At least we won the in-season tournament. Absolutely. No, you're not under any circumstance. Well, I'm not that. a Pacers fan. You're yeah, not. I would. If the Blazers won the in-season tournament and then got bounced as a three-seed in the first round of the playoffs, you would not be saying, well, you know, hey, good year. At least we got the IST under our belt. Well, where are Who they on the rebuild? Who cares about winning an actual <laughs> postseason series? Where are they out of the rebuild? If they're the Pacers next year and they somehow get to the semis and win the whole enchilada, I'm not going to punish them for not winning the title. Uh, it's hard to win both the IST and the championship. <laughs> Nobody's ever done it. That's exactly. It's never been done before. You guys are idiots. What is your problem? Uh, Why do you hate fun things? Any, I don't hate fun things. I I'm think watch you do. Uh, any fan that's excited about winning the NC- NBA midseason tournament has low self-esteem. They are drinking so much Kool-Aid that the Kool-Aid man himself would be embarrassed. I would argue I've admitted my low self-esteem, and I drink way too much caffeine every day, so I kind of check both these boxes. You know, you laugh, and, and these people laugh at me for being all into the IST swag. You know what the scuttlebutt in your sport is, right? What's the scuttlebutt? The old frozen ice. They're kind of wondering, why don't we create an IST? <laughs> is that what they're going to well, do? Well, they're trying, they're trying to do this World Cup. They're, because they're, International they don't, is where you go hockey. Yeah, they don't want to do the That's Olympics the for some reason, so they're trying to put this uh, Hockey World Cup thing back Exactly. Together. They're yeah. trying to bring it back. They see the IST. They get the fever, well, too. Well, they got a problem because nobody wants the Russians to play right now. Well... That's not a topic I want to touch on. No, but the point is, hockey's looking at very real thing. Hockey's looking at the IST and they're like, ah, I wish we had some IST in our lives. <laughs> How do we catch that fever? Oh, right there. give us the right dosage of IST. Uh, what does it all mean, Basil? I don't know, but I'll watch today, two o'clock afternoon basketball. My only question: Yeah, do you, do you hang a banner? No, really? For what? Cup champion? What? <laughs> Why no. can't it just be the cup championship? It doesn't have to mean it's as much as a title. If this exists for 10 years, then you could do like a oh. postpartum banner. Are you wondering if this could exist? <laughs> like if it's this, a hit in year one, of course it's going to be If this continues to be a thing, like, and then you could do like a banner that says in-season champion and then just have the years in which you've won it, but you don't hang, no. You, it should be the Charles Barkley Chuck Cup. I'm so You're so right on that. How it's many, such a good name for it, too. How many NBA banners do the Lakers have in their building? How many championships? 17. 17 championships. Yeah. This is the meaning of the soldiers who were all dressed in actual gear and then the guy in the clown suit at the end, if they put an in-season banner next to 17 NBA championship banners, one of these is not like the other. Why not do one big IST banner and then in little font, the years you win it, you just put the year and it's still only one banner instead of multiple banners. Hey, did we find... The way we used to do with division titles in Portland. (laughs) Yes, which because we never won anything that mattered. We had to hang banners that we... But that mattered. That's all we got because we couldn't win anything that mattered. Uh, Did we find the best butt next on the fan? Oh, welcome back in. <clears throat> Joe Fisher's in here, ranting and raving with Sprague. IST's got people fired up. Somebody says, I'm obnoxious and I need to shut up. Yeah, you do. You're getting annoying. Yeah, you are. It's giving are. us good basketball in November. Just don't watch if you don't like it. Don't watch. Where's the P1s threatening to not listen to the show anymore because you're doing me dirty? Huh? Where's that at? Never thought somebody would get angry with me well, over just an look. in-season tournament take. It's been entertaining yeah. basketball. I ha- I'm going to watch today. I just am asking the question, what does winning it mean? That's all that I'm asking. And I'll answer it. Every day, I get done with this show, and I go out into the brave little world, and I hear about mass shooting, I hear about debt, I hear about multiple wars, awful political leadership, no trust, zero accountability, the internet's ruining the world, and to quote Jason Kidd of all people, you know, you can write some positive crap. How about it just, it just makes you happy, it's just something to care about. Yeah. 
to get you away from the rest of the world. I, yeah, I'm excited to watch today. And raise that banner. <laughs> raise the cup. Raise the cup. <laughs> whoop, whoop, whoop. Now is he gonna go full soccer and put like a whole bunch of ribbons on? The I'm gonna have a scarf. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be scarf, scarf, guy. scarf guy. Yeah. Like the one thing I will agree. I heard this opinion a while ago on American sports fans. American sports fans are absolutely trash at in-game chants. It's the same. Yes. It's the same theme over and over and over. We need some cup chants. Soccer fans are amazing at this. They're singing songs. They're like, they're doing things that I, you don't hear in American sports. We need to implement that into the IST. It'll help it grow it more. <laughs> grow it more. The cup, the, the Chuck Cup. That's what we need. The Chuck Cup. We need we need chants. We need songs. We need to basically lean in and make it Texas A&M. It needs to be a big cult, the IST. <laughs> I'm happy for my NBA bros out there. I'm happy for you guys. You got something to care about in December. People can't tell you that the basketball season doesn't start till after Christmas. Sports fans could choose to care. It's not January. It's a choice. It is. It is, it is a choice. I tell my daughter, you're choosing to be mad right now. Uh, Jennifer Lopez was voted the best butt in the world. Did they get it right? I don't know that I can argue, but I... Man, it's been I... officially declared best I... butt in the world. <laughs> Oh, I'm sniff some I farts over there. I can't say what I want to say. Yeah, no, they got it right. They got it right. They got it right. Oh, okay. we'll leave it there. They got it right. <laughs> I'm sorry for offending people on my in-season tournament takes. I hope you enjoy the basketball today. None of this matters. We're all going to die anyway. Exactly. So, <laughs> so just enjoy it. Let's swag surf in the crowd and chant something about the My Pacers favorite thing basketball. about the in-season tournament is the complete 180 that Jason Swigart has done. There is not a human being on this planet that was more anti-in-season tournament yeah. than Jason Swigart. <laughs> I certainly wasn't when we announced this on the show. Now it's an NBA championship. LeBron's going to have five if he wins this. Can you believe it? He's one away from Jordan. Settle down. Hey, you know what Jordan... Oh, wait, but I thought it was a championship, though. You know what it's Jordan never won? <laughs> never won? Never won a cup. He never won a cup. He never won a cup. You can celebrate Look, both. <laughs> my math says LeBron won in Cleveland. He won a bubble title, <laughs> and he could win an IST. Those equate to, like, eight titles. That's so like I think 36 he passes titles. Mike. And he's going to own an NBA team Ooh. quicker in his life than Jordan and did. His team cannot be worse than the Hornets. All right. so. If you missed it, we have Brandon Huffman on to talk portal and recruiting. Ken Barkley, as always, was great. Don't watch Thursday Night Football tonight. We will talk to you Get tomorrow at 6 a.m. Colin is next, listening to 1080 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. 
We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.